The fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Earth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here with my other half, awesome buddy. It appears you have some news that you'd probably like to share with us. At least a fragment of what I heard is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're saving it for like a... Go ahead. Yeah, I've I officially bought a um, ambulance. That I will be converting into a place to live when I'm not at home. So, essentially, you'll be on the go. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of cool, though. I mean, because with work and all, like how you have to travel and shit, it makes sense. Yeah, it's say good to say, and I got a really good deal on it. I uh, feels like I stole this thing with how good of a price I got on it. And, you did like um, a checkup on it, right? Like you did your famous let me check the engine and shit, let me drive this thing. Um, so it's in Nebraska. So I have not seen it. Oh no. Or touched it. Um but, now my father went and looked at it and double checked a bunch of stuff for me and says that it runs really well and I mean, the engine has, like, under 80,000 miles on it, so. I mean, that's that's relatively good. Do you mind my asking what they were asking for it? You can always uh, message um, me. Yeah, um, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to make sure I buy it before I start. Um, no, I know. Going out and lobbying, but, yeah, it, it was a good price. Um, no, that's fine. I was just curious. I was like, you said it was like a steal, so I'm like, oh, must have been a good deal. Ah, oh, man, fucking. There, I texted it to you. It's a. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. I don't care. If, you know, I just don't want you to post this in the morning and someone goes on Facebook Marketplace and goes, "I'll give you a thousand dollars more than that." Well, that and it's nobody's business either. I was just curious. I was like, oh yeah. I forget about shit sometimes. Like I'll be dropping like little personal things on here, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Listening to it, have said that. <laughs> like I probably shouldn't do this bit, but I'm going to. Um, we haven't got our taxes back yet, but with Chanel and I working, it's like we have taxes. It's great, dude. Like <laughs> we actually have money in our bank. We don't have to worry as much. But taxes are right around the corner for us. Like another day or two. But that being said, without it, we're doing this thing that we're trying hard not to do, which is live like kings. And I'm like, yo, we got to stop doing that because then we blow through money and we're broke again. But for a whole month, dude, we haven't been broke. It's kind of nice. I'm like, fuck, at least we can breathe just a little bit. Like we, uh, Are your guys' checks offsetting? A little bit. So basically she gets paid like every two weeks, right? And – um. Just one of hers is essentially like two of mine, maybe more. But that being said, you know, like uh, she makes about the same as me, basically. Like I get every week, so it's different. Mine don't feel as much. Oh, yeah, that's right. But hers is every two weeks, so hers feels like a big ass chunk when she gets it. But she also got a bonus for, like, you know, hired for, what is it, it's a 30-day something. And uh, this is kind of TMI, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's interesting. 
I don't know if I had told you this, but I found out about something that's good and could be bad for me as well. The company I work for partnered with something called Daily Pay. Did I tell you about that shit? Yes, you said that on the last episode. On the last episode, yeah. Yeah, dude, it's bad. I keep getting notifications like, hey, here's today's amount. And I'm like, nah. Because <laughs> then I'll do it every day. And I'm like, that's cool. It works for some people, sure. But for like, I think it could be really bad. Like, I think that could really, really be bad for people. Because here's my thing, man. I don't like being paid weekly. I enjoyed being paid bi-weekly because I was smarter with my money. Now that I'm paid weekly, I struggle like a motherfucker. I don't know what it is. I'm like, damn it. I think it's because I think there's more of it coming, and right. there's not. So, so it's, it's like... You, know, you get the check on Wednesday, Friday, and it clears on Monday, and you're like, yeah, I get paid on Friday. <laughs> yeah, dude. So then, like, it screws with me. But the every two weeks thing was great because it was a big chunk, and I was like, okay, yeah. Granted, I get taxed like a bitch, dude. And I was looking at Chanel shit. I ain't alone anymore. I'm like, fuck. These guys are really pillaging me. Like, <laughs> It's nowhere near, though, what I've heard that, like, for example, I got a buddy that works for Comcast, right? He makes, let's just say this. I know that he makes in the realm of, like, 85 to, a, like, 95 a year. That being said, dude, we're talking, like, hundreds of dollars from each check. He's right. not taking home very much, and it's very unsettling. I totally understand it. I'm like, yeah, I would fucking freak out. But, dude, it's been nice. Like, I miss her. I'm not trying to get all gushy, but I miss my wife. I miss her being home. I miss being able to talk to her more. Because when she's at work, she doesn't have the luxury that I do. I have one of the few jobs in the world where I can actually be on my phone and not get, like, penalized for it. I'm not supposed to be, but I have my own freedom, essentially. So I miss her. You know, like, when she was here, I talked to her a lot. And now we're both busy and... We see each other at the same time, sure, but she leaves before me, and it's different. But the extra income, which is at, like, the same amount as me almost, is, like, it's amazing. It's like, fuck. You've, you've double, almost doubled your income. Oh, yeah, that dude. We, like overnight. I know. We uh, we looked at it, like, side by side, how much we made all together and what we were bringing in a year. And I was like, damn, I've never seen that amount before in my life. <laughs> like, that's a number I never thought <laughs> I'd reach. But with... What's crazy, though, is in this day and age, you need more like that. You need multiple people to afford stuff just to live. Oh, it's yeah. like, holy shit. Oh, God. I don't know about you, dude. My allergies are fucking with me. Like, the weather just making it so hard to breathe. I've got the sniffles. But I'm not sick. It's just, like, runny, stuffy. Every now and then, I think I'm going to sneeze, and I don't. And I do this. Oh, and I get that like tickling fucking pain right here all along my oh, eyes. I'm like, son of a bitch, and it hurts so bad. But I think it's just the weather change. But shit, man. Um, guess who did not do the research I was supposed to do for this podcast? So we're probably gonna have to wing it. Uh, that fuck. I don't even know if I'll be able to talk about it. Not even... good at it at least. Yeah, we'll we'll wing it a little bit. But God, you know what? I, I wanted to talk about something. I watched a movie the other night that was fucking. Entertaining as hell. Have you ever seen a, it's called Black Klansman? Yes. That's a good movie, dude. I watched it for the first time and I was like, damn, this is an insane movie. I didn't know this about this fucking dude. The, um, the real life story of the real guy who went in and became friends with all these Ku Klux Klan, Ku Klux Klan guys 
and then um, revealed himself to like 40 of them and then like it caused like all 40 of those people to leave the KKK. It's like such a cool story. That's a great story, dude. Like if I'm not mistaken, Joe Rogan had that guy on his podcast. That's how I heard about the movie and I was like, I'll have to check that out. So I saw it and uh, John David Washington, I believe is his name. I've only seen him in like one thing. That was Tenet. So I had no really idea who he was, but Adam Driver's in it, and he's a great actor. So you know, so I was watching, and it is the most gutturally racist thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, bro, it takes place in Colorado. They're like talking about I twenty five and shit. I'm like, whoa, this is Colorado. Oh god, <laughs> that's scary as fuck. And then I watched. Um, I've been going on like a weird little rabbit hole. So. Ever since I got a new candle, I've been reading a lot. God, I'm having breathing troubles because of this fucking weather. But um, I've been listening to books now, too. Because as I had mentioned before, I had that Audible thing. It's great because I can turn in titles if I'm not happy. They allow me to do it up to like three or four times before they're like, you got to wait till the next month, bro. Or you can buy a title, which is like $11, $15. But it's 15 bucks a month. And... uh. I got one that I'm like, okay, I've never read this book before, but let me sit through this and see if I like it. Listened to it, loved it, made me want to watch the movie. Saw the movie, apparently there was a spinoff to it. So, um, I don't know if I had told you about this or not, if I mentioned it on the show, but I'll just dive into it real quick. It's a, a Stephen King novel, Salem's Lot. I've read it before, but there's a, a spit like a prequel he wrote to it called Jerusalem's Lot, which is like the founding of the town, the fictional town of the book. Um, have you heard of Salem's Lot before? I don't think so. Okay, well, I'll give you a quick little summary. It's basically about an author that goes to his hometown that he left when he was like 11 to write a book about a house that's like, I guess you can call it the haunted house. I don't know. It's just the house on the hill that everyone avoids because they think it's haunted. But when he gets there, he finds out that um, an owner has just purchased it. And, you know, he's like, okay, well, I want to write my book about this house, but now i got to figure out who the owner is. Come to find out, the owner has something to do with the uh, random disappearances of people in the town. And uh, basically, long story short, he's, uh, he's the modern-day Dracula, and he's turning the whole town into vampires. And it's, it's very Stephen King-ish, but it's great. Oh, the prequel was called Jerusalem's Lot, and it's about the founding of the town and how one member who's like the last of his bloodline that founded the town goes to another town that's outside of it called Chapel White. And, um, you know, he gets curious about Jerusalem's Lot, so he goes there and he realizes that they dabbled with witchcraft and all that and that they were vampires, blah, blah, blah. I had never read that story. I read Salem's Lot, the novel, but I never read the prequel, and they had it on Audible, so I was listening to it, and I was like, okay, cool, and I looked it up because it was a little confusing. It takes place in, like, the 1800s, and the way it's done is in a format of, like, friends writing each other, so it's kind of, like, hard to follow. What I didn't know is that there was a show that was made out of it. I knew there was a movie called Salem's Lot, and I've seen them all. The show is called Chapel White, and it has Adrian Brody in it, and I've been watching it, and, dude, it's it's not just good, but it's fucking scary to me. It's, like, freaking me out a little bit. It's one of those shows that makes me uncomfortable. I watch it, and then I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and check all the locks and make sure the windows are closed. <laughs> it's fucking creepy. But it's, I mean, it's worth watching. I'm already almost done with it, and I got it as a free trial through Epics or whatever the fuck it's called, so I'm going to cancel that bitch once I'm done. 
Mm. One last little thing before we move on to the actual topic. I took Chanel to Wahoo Fish Tacos for the first time. She's never been there. Did she like it? Yeah, she liked it. And I was like, I haven't been there in like 10 years, but I used to go with my dad all the time. I fucking, I love Wahoo Fish Tacos. And bro, I, I even ate, I even ate most of the onions. <laughs> I, I went once and was somewhat disappointed, but. Well, the thing is, is you got to know what you're getting and you can't, yeah. you can't expect them to like flavor it for you. They have sauces and stuff for that. Cause then it's plain as fuck. You know what I mean? But they season their rice and their beans and all that, so it was good. And I just like, I was like, we'll get one of these little salsas, and we got some street tacos and shit. It was pretty good. But anyway, let's talk about uh. Oh, give me one second. Oh, breaking news, ladies and gentlemen! Breaking news. Um, I just got a te- a message that said, "Hello, babe. If you want to see a hot blondie in action, ask me for a gift on my free page. Um, delete the spaces. Onlyfans.com slash Maya Maya's model." Dude, I get so many of those, especially on Instagram. Like, it's usually a bot. It's always, like, a female profile, and it's a fucking bot. I'm like, nope, fake. But then I'll see people that follow it on my friends list. I'm like, no, what a disappointment. Hey, hold on. My neighbor trespassed in our backyard this morning and took our dog, a Jack Russell Terrier, to the shelter. We have her on video from our outdoor cameras taking her. She admitted to taking her, but is refusing to tell us where the dog is. She simply said the dog was at the pound, in the shelter, etc. The police have been less than helpful in the situation, and we are in the process of contacting all the shelters in our area about her actions. What are we capable of doing from a legal perspective on the case? Um, update. The dog has been located at a shelter. We have agreed to return the dog to our care after seeing the camera footage. So she, she was stolen. Motive still remains unclear on the neighbor's side. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Jeez. Insane. I'm looking up. I'm, I'm doing some, like, last-minute research on our uh, topic. So we mentioned Burger King in the last episode, and that's what we're going to talk about. I just got to get some information, though, because I did not do this. Like, I was supposed to have a busy-ass weekend. Great. First of all, the first thing everybody needs to know about Burger King it's the worst fast food restaurant. Hands down. Not even close. I was going to say, bro, I've had worse. No, no, you have not. What is a worse fast food restaurant than Burger King? Fucking Good Times. Oh, Bon, calm down. Good Times is not good. I don't like Good Times, man. It's not that good and it's expensive. I've never it's gotten like... violently sick. Like I have from... Um, like I have from Burger King. I've been violently sick twice. The only thing I eat at Burger King is the chicken fries. Only thing I'll touch. I mean, I like their... Um, what's my what's my like go-to? The Bacon King. That's that's about it. Yeah, I had a plate of Whopper. The next day, got so sick. I was so... I wanted to die. Then four days later, I was like, you know what? Let's go. To, I was like, some one of my friends was like, let's go to Burger King. I was like, my brain went, no, let's not go to Burger King. Last thing we went there, we got sick. And then my other part of my brain said, no. What's the odds you get sick twice in one week from the same place? I said, none, zero chance. Went, 
was laying in my bed, vomiting into a trash can off the side of my bed. It was the wor- it was the worst like health week of my entire life. Sounds like me when I eat fucking Taco Bell, dude. I get massively sick. I get stomach aches. I got a shit. I got to throw up. Taco Bell fucks me up. It tastes like ass, so I'm not really with it. Okay, so here's something I didn't know. Uh, Burger King was originally founded in 1953 as Insta Burger King in Jacksonville, Florida. It was a so it was a chain of restaurants in the beginning. But after they ran into financial difficulties in 54, two of its Miami-based franchise owners was uh, David Egerton, I think I'm saying that right, and James, was that Mick Lamore? I don't know. Mick Lamore. Yeah. Uh, ironic that a dude, uh, the main competitor of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, they, they purchased the company and they just renamed it Burger King. <laughs> and it says here that over the next, like, Half century, the company changed hands four fucking times. Burger King started as a YMCA cafeteria. (laughs) Dude, with its third set of owners, a partnership of TPG Capital, Bain Capital, and Goldman something, taking it public in 2002. I didn't even know it was public. That's fucking nuts. Burger King started in Japan. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's like an odd... That's so weird. Well, I guess in the 70s and 80s, which, by the way, is the golden age of advertising, that's what we kind of mentioned a little bit with McDonald's, it looks like they were losing money. No, 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 uh, I read that wrong. The advertising began losing focus. Um, let's see, I'm reading this a little bit. Hmm. Wait, 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 Burger King used to be owned by the Pillsbury Doughboy? Apparently. In 1967, Burger King was acquired by the Pillsbury Company. This is funny as hell right here. This is so the mascot, they redesigned him as the king, right? He was it was a highly successful advertising maneuver for them, but some of CPB plus commercials were derivative, I guess, and they were perceived sexism. Or cultural insensitivity. So obviously this goes back to that very first commercial. Remember where Burger King is dancing with the crowd and the guy's like, oh, I'm a man and I can't sit here and eat this. And he's talking about eating a Whopper instead of eating a salad. And it's all about how I'm a man. He leaves the woman there and shit. So obviously some people were definitely upset about that. That makes sense. So their menu expanded from basic offering of burgers, french fries, sodas, and milkshakes to a larger and more diverse set of products. I don't know how more diverse it gets than that, though. That's, like, kind of... You could have said burgers and fries. To me, that's pretty basic. But, you know, you add shakes in the mix. That's definitely fucking diverse. Who owned this originally, though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Some dude, James Whitman Meath, like more, started it. Yeah, I'm trying to look at, like, the history. cafeteria at YMCA. YMCA. It became a restaurant in Del in Wilmington, Delaware, the home of the President of the United States. Hmm. It was ran as an independent entity for eight years until they expanded. Wilmington, Delaware, giving birth to trashy fast food restaurants and trashy presidents. 
<laughs> Smith, um, the exe- one of the executives, they had hired Donald and Smith to help revamp the company because it was going through so much crap. And it looks like he restructured the corporate side of things, but he ended up leaving for fucking Pepsi in 1980, right before a system-wide decline in sales. Okay, so apparently the one of the owners of Burger King um, invented a, the flame broiler. Have you ever thought of something that is such a simple thing that you all you can say is there's no way people didn't use a flame broiler before 1957? Looks like poor operation and ineffectual leadership continued to bog down the company for many years. This is why it has sucked for so long. That's crazy. See, I liked Burger King Kids. You remember the Burger King Kids? You got the watches and shit. Like, that was cool. Oh, that was... do you remember where they put the Xbox games in the... Yeah. In there, and they had the, they had the uh, Mario Kart ripoff with the... with all hmm. the Burger King characters. One of my favorite... Yeah. One of my favorite periods of Burger King toys was Small Soldiers. Do you remember the movie Small Soldiers? Yeah. Well, Burger King, when that came out, they were their toys were based around the movie. You got like little miniature versions of Major Chaphazard and the Gorgonites and shit. Like they heavily advertised for that movie with Burger King and shit. And it was fucking it was awesome. I used to have all that stuff. I wish I kept it. Let's see here. We'll have to talk about Taco Bell at some point because Taco Bell had the coolest kids' toys ever, man. They did a whole fucking goosebumps line. That was my shit. Damn, dude, it looks like Burger King yeah, went through fucking the, hell. They had the they had the ripoff, uh they had the racer. Then they had the like giant bumper cars game. I remember and that. They, and then they had that one where you had to like sneak around and steal hamburgers from people. Well, the Burger King kids, from what I remember, they were like they were as diverse as it came, man. One of them was black, one of them was Asian. I'm almost positive that was the case. I'm gonna have to look this up. Let's see. When that was like late nineties, maybe mid nineties. Burger King actually advertised a lot too for a lot of films. Like um I can't remember the name. It's a Hulk Hogan movie where he's an alien, crash lands in a suburbia, like suburban commando or some shit like that. I can't remember the name. Oh no, I crashed my spaceship, brother. <laughs> yeah, basically, dude, it was terrible. But they did uh, advertising for that too. Hmm. So it looks like they didn't even begin franchising until 1959. So, in other words, McDonald's has been beating their houses. Wait, no, because that's around the same time. Yeah, they're all about the same time. Uh, oh, God. The Whopper College is founded to train new franchises. Oh, no. So Burger King's always been failing, apparently. Yeah. That's crazy, because they're always been comp- main competitors of McDonald's. Okay, here we go. This is the juicy shit I was looking for. Controversies and legal cases, okay? So it looks like Burger King, like McDonald's, has been involved in several cases, legal disputes, Yada, 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 since its founding, by the way. Uh, the company's responses to these challenges have ranged from 
dialogue with its critics and okay so looks like they're really wow looks like they're actually really shitty looks like they don't even issue apologies they're like questioning their fucking Damn. accusers hmm we'll see Damn, there's really not a lot on Burger King, actually. Some of this I didn't know, but a lot of it's also like, what the fuck? Let's see, products, no. We know they serve shitty food. Equipment sucks. Yeah, I never never staffed. Sarah Michael Gallagher from Buffy the Vampire Slayer publicly said that Burger King's burgers are more fluffy and tastier than McDonald's, and Burger King got sued for the publicity stunt. Guess who got more publicity in the whole scenario? Not Burger King's buddies. It's wow. Okay, so that that's interesting. Hmm. Oh, oh, Burger King was the first. Burger King was the first fast food restaurant to team up with a movie to get public publicized, and the movie was Star Wars. Guess it could be called the father of all uh, publicity stunts. That's gross. Yeah, Burger King was around before McDonald's, but McDonald's got more popular no, before Burger King did. This is saying that the reason he opened his, um, the reason this Keith Kramer dude started his restaurant was because of how successful McDonald's started to become. Oh, shit, okay. Because I know that, yeah, when it started, they were basically like a mom and pop type of thing. They weren't anywhere near what they used to be. Burger Kings in San Antonio are not allowed to use the term Whopper because another restaurant with the name Whopper Burgers, the problem was solved when the Whopper Burger and merged it with Burger King. Uh, <laughs> Controversies. They said, here's a million dollars. Shut up. Oh, God. This, is, this will be interesting. Controversies and disputes have arisen with groups such as PETA. Governments, social agencies, and unions and trade groups over various topics. These situations have touched on legal and moral concepts such as animal rights, corporate responsibility, ethics, and social justice. Social justice can go fuck itself. I don't care about that at all. Um, let's see. Once a person named Van Hartley purchased a burger from BK and inside stuff inside the burger was a condom. Oh, God, that's disgusting. Ugh. No. It's like finding a fucking roach in your food, dude. That's the worst thing ever. Oh, this will be good. On November 19th, 2019, a lawsuit was filed by a vegan from Atlanta, Georgia, against Burger King for allegedly selling Impossible Whopper burgers that were heated on the same grill as their beef burgers. My thing is, is if you're a... If you're a vegan, you probably shouldn't be going to these places anyway. I don't really, I don't understand why they have to make any options for you. Why would you go to a fast food joint and expect them to have vegan products? Here. Here's another one. Burger King was criticized in 2021 for their International Women's Day marketing campaign after a tweet from Burger King UK stated, women belong in the kitchen. The... <laughs> I'm not even joking. This is hilarious. These, these tweets were labeled as sexist, of course, and dozens of blah, 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 blah. Uh, Burger King UK followed up saying, we're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry. 
<laughs> so what they're yeah. saying is, we're just saying we're going to be in the kitchen too. <laughs> what a recovery. We someone got our initial got tweet wrong and we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, someone got fired. Oh, God, that's hilarious. In, Australia, in Australia, Burger King is called Hungry Jack. What the fuck? Yep. Why? What? what? That makes no sense to me. I don't get it. Let's look at this. Hold on. Um, Burger King has two in-house national charities. Burger... Go ahead. In 2009, Burger King gave an offer to a Facebook user to unfriend 10 friends and get a burger for free. If someone accepted the offer, the company would send the friends who had been deleted that their friendship cannot stand a chance against a Whopper. Wow! I'd be so upset. I would be triggered. Yeah, bro, I'd be pissed. They're like, you like Burger King? Uh-uh, we can't do this. We are no longer friends. I'm looking for that shit I was talking about. What the fuck was it called? Burger King Kids. Jennifer Hudson, Hugh, Hugh Laurie, and Jay Leno have something in common. It's a lifetime free burger supply for Burger King. Really? Oh, shit, that's... Bro, that's right. Why does, Toys. Why does Jay Leno have an all-you-can-eat or a life supply of? Okay, dude, I was talking about cheeseburgers. Makes me want one. So it looks like um, I can't believe I don't remember this, but Toy Story apparently did some shit with Burger King. They had a lot of toys for Toy Story in the kids' mills. I don't remember that at all. So Burger King King books. So it's the same year I was born, so. Oh, man. Burger King did toys for the movie Beetlejuice. These toys look wretched. (laughs) They look good. They look like good quality toys, but the toys themselves look ugly. They did shit for The Simpsons. Wow. The toys for The Simpsons look way better than the action figures I've seen today anywhere. Dude, toys nowadays for kids' meals suck. Yeah, I'm reading this shit right now. The article... This is from a... This is from, like, a blog website. This isn't, like, you know, this isn't all facts. It's it's an opinion piece, but it's called Toys We Got at Burger King that were honestly better than toys today. And it's showing pictures of the toys as well as the trademark and licensing, so that way it's legit. But, these again, the, the shit in here is all opinionated. But, like, oh, my God, these toys for Beauty and the Beast look horrible. But they're real toys. Like, these are real good quality toys. These don't even look like anything you'd get today because the toys now look cheap. These ones looked phenomenal, but they're ugly yeah, and looking. The, and the toys kids get nowadays aren't really toys. They're like things you sit on a computer, you sit on your desk and look look at, and they're not even very good looking. Yeah, like these toys I'm looking at, dude, these were like life-size action figures, basically. Like they did one for, there's an Aladdin line in 1992. Yeah, they look like real action figures you'd get at Walmart. What the fuck happened? Why do we have shit toys now? They don't even get toys, bro. They get stickers and puzzles. They did something for the Lion King. Yeah, dude, these toys look even better. That's crazy. Oh, man. BK did the... They did Disney Cups, too. They did toys for a Goofy movie. This is where it starts to look shit a little bit because these are those winding toys. Then there's one for... Yeah, here it is. Toy Story Pals. Okay, I do remember these. I had a Woody and a Buzz Lightyear. Bro, these toys look great for being, like from fucking Burger King anyway. 
They look real. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, freaking um, old toys like that used to be so much cooler. Oh yeah, man! Like I loved all the fucking Goosebumps shit. Oh my god, I forgot about this. Oh, I'm so excited we're talking about this. They did a line for Men in Black, man. I remember those. They had a guy that he had the alien slime. They had that stupid little thing where you can take somebody's memory away. That was cool. Oh, I can't believe I don't remember these. That it's all coming back to me now, dude. The Men in Black toys that Burger King did was the shit. They did one for Universal Monsters. It looks kind of stupid. And they did, oh my god, I do remember this, the Land Before Time. Those were kind of stupid because they were the winding things and then they would go across the table. But man, these look cool. The Rugrats movie, I forgot that. They even had Rugrat watches. Oh yeah, I do I do remember having an old neon orange Rugrats watch. Yeah, I do like, they were, they were actually good quality watches too for being like kids watches. Those were like the shit you get at Walmart now. What else did they have? I'm all fucking interested now. I'm going down a rabbit hole. Damn it. What happened? Oh, no. Did I exit out of it? Okay, there we go. I got, <laughs> I got a... No, dude. I got a new computer. It's a... What is this thing? It's an HP. It's tiny as hell. I'm going to have to take a picture and show you this. This looks like a little touch book. Runs faster, though. Yeah, here it is. The Burger King Rugrats watches. These were cool. And here we go. The mother of what I was talking about. The small soldiers, oh my god, man. They even did, like, the cups had small soldiers. The little fry packets had the stupid monster eyes and shit. That is, oh my god, that's cool. Wow, they did something for Pokemon? I can't believe I don't remember this. Where the fuck have I been? Pokemon, they even had Pokeball. That's really cool. Oh, dude, that's right. You remember? These were good toys. They were the big-ass red Pokeball. You pressed the center of it, it opened up, and a gold card came out. Let me send you a picture of this. You may not remember this, but, dude, these were the coolest things ever. Hold on, I'm out to email, or not email, I don't know why I would email you anything, but let me fucking message you this. God, man, I apologize in advance with my fucking... You said you're going to email it to me, not just send it to me in the... No, I'm doing that now. You didn't hear me? I was like, why would I email you anything? What the fuck? <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, I... why? This... We're in yeah. a thing with chat. <laughs> I was trying to figure out why there was a screenshot on my phone of porn. I don't remember ever taking this. Okay, I sent it over to you. Not the porn, the fucking Pokemon thing. <laughs> There's a screenshot on my phone of some porn that I don't remember watching or taking a oh, screenshot like, of. It's some good shit. I gotta save this for later. <laughs> I think it was a meme. I don't know. Oh, God. They did Teletubbies, too. These things look fucking creepy. Oh, they look realistic, though. They actually look like, damn, Burger King did some good toys. Oh, bro. I remember these, too. Do you remember the show? Uh, I don't know if, you'll, if you've ever seen this, because it's 99, but Nickelodeon Cat Dog. Yeah, cat dog. Cat dog, yeah. Cat dog. Little, little cat dog. Yeah, dude, they had cat dog toys. That's fucking sick. They did Tamagotchis at one point, too, which when I was a kid, those were more for, like, girls, but they had boy ones, too. Oh, shit, then they had Mr. Potato Head. I remember this. Yeah, no, I don't remember those Pokemon ones. Dude, they were so cool. Those are worth money now. They're hard to find. Have you seen this video, that video of the lady? She was like, wow. Well, I was out here in the in the in the woods doing playing Pokemon Go, and so a dude came out here 
called all the called all the Pokemon by the wrong names to spite me. And it's like, <laughs> uh, have you seen that video? Yeah, to spite me. <laughs> he goes, see, oh yeah, that's that's big rock, that's big arm rock too. He said, oh that's that's ground ships. You know, that's, that's ground ships. Yeah, that's three grand shit. That. <laughs> that shit's hilarious, dude. And she, he goes, that's Pikachu. She goes, yeah, everybody knows who Pikachu is. Oh, wow. They did one for... Um, Burger King did a toy series for X-Men Evolution in 2001. These actually look like the X-Men from the comics, though, not the movie, which is kind of cool. They look like good quality toys. They have Magneto, Rogue, um... Mystique, who was not a real X-Men. Most people don't know that. She was not a real X-Men. She was never a fucking X-Men. She was not a real X-Men. Not until after the movie. But now she's earned her right, in my opinion, to be called an official original X-Men. Let's see. Cyclops looks pretty cool. Wolverine looked like a jackass. He's always looked stupid. Simpsons spooky light-up toys. What the fuck are these? Oh, dude, these are kind of creepy. There's that goofy-ass clown. I don't understand The Simpsons, dude. Have you ever had any interest in that show? Of what? I just, what show? The Simpsons. I mean, I, I used to try to... I used to watch it a little bit when I was younger. I just you know, can't get I, it. I, watched, I just watched it because my parents told me I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, my parents said the same thing. Well, my mom didn't give a shit, but my dad was like, don't, don't be watching The Simpsons, bro. And so, like... I looked at it and I was like, why? It's not even. It's like barely a PG 13, but I never could get into it because I was like, what the fuck are they? On everyone's answers, they're Simpsons. I'm like, no, what are they exactly? I don't understand that. The Lord of the Rings, they did a toy series for Lord of the Rings. Wow, these look good too. I don't give a fuck about Lord of the Rings, but these look good. Sorry to anyone I offend, but I cannot stand Lord of the Rings. I tried reading the books, fucking hated it. Tried watching the movies, same thing. They did one for SpongeBob SquarePants, but this is in... No, that's not what I'm looking for. Damn, then it brought me to fucking Toys R Us from the 90s. Man, talk about heaven. Toys R Us. What a thing. Oh, man, isn't it crazy that that's a thing of the past? That's where you went to get good toys, but they're so expensive, hence why they aren't around. Here we go. Nope, that's not what I'm looking for either. God damn it. Let's pull, I'm going to pull up this article. Geektyrant.com. The 90s Burger King Kids. No, not Burger King Kids. It's the 90s Burger King Toy Story commercial shows. How? How what? I'm like, what, motherfucker? Are you still with me? Because you froze. Austin is not with me. Fuck, he's dead. Austin. Yeah, Austin died. Well, since Austin's dead, um, we'll do a quick little rundown about the 90s Burger King Toy Story commercial shows how much kids get screwed with toys today. I'm going to read this word by word just to bore you guys. Remember when kids' meals were something other than smaller portion sizes? Sure, kids today still get a toy with their Happy Meal, but they're getting screwed compared to the stuff we got in the 90s. 
Uh, case in point, remember when Burger King gave out actual size Buzz Lightyear and Woody dolls? If you don't, take a look. And this is what we're pulling up. These look great. That Woody doll is still somewhere in my family's possession. Yes, it is. I tried burying this fucking thing because I thought it was Tupac and I thought I could bury him and then go look for him. It was not Tupac. That shit was crazy. Austin, buddy, where'd you go? I think he died. Let's see. What the fuck? Austin. I'm going to message this dude. Oh, power just went out. So that concludes this episode. Just kidding. I'll still be here. Uh, Weird noises to pastime. Okay. Unfortunately, Austin's power has gone out. So he probably won't be back to join us. But um, fuck it. I'll do this on my own. Just give me one second here. No issues. Okay. A little drinky drink here. Mm. So anyway, back to what I was saying about Burger King. The Woody doll is somewhere in my family's possession, having been handed down the line, which is totally true. It doesn't talk anymore. Mine never talks. I don't know what they're talking about. But you can put your finger in his pockets, pretend like he's walking, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd say that is. Also, did you catch that BK was only charging an additional two fifty for the toy? Can you imagine getting anything close to that quality any more than less $15? Kids are getting screwed today. And again, they have smartphones and apps, so maybe they're okay with it. Hello, friends. It's Tony here. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, this is where the episode cut off. Austin lost power. I tried to close this shit out unsuccessfully and pathetically, I, I might add. But um, just thought I'd throw in a little message there just so you guys don't feel so alone to let you know that... That was pretty much the episode. Uh, it was very straightforward. We did get off track and talk about Burger King toys, but let's be honest, the kids' toys they did in the 90s and early 2000s for Burger King was definitely better than the shit we have now, and that's, again, the strongest thing I think Burger King ever had. I may not agree with Austin where he says that it sucked, but I like Burger King. It's all right. Uh, that being said, folks, this is uh, unfortunately the end of the episode. I would like to add that because Austin... Um, isn't around uh we don't necessarily get a pick the next topic for our next episode because we had mentioned doing a series of fast food joints where we were going to talk about the history of them and this one was well lack thereof in comparison to mcdonald's um you know what fuck it austin did pick burger king so i i'm just going to go ahead and amuse you guys and pick the next one the next topic for the next episode for uh fast food in the series we're doing is for us or at least for me um it holds a personal place in my heart. It's a place that I hate so much. Uh, Taco Bell. We're going to talk about Taco Bell. So tune in for the Friday episode. We'll do a little rundown about how awful Taco Bell is. Hell, maybe if I can get a guest on there, that'd be cool too. If you want to be a guest, reach out to me. Let me know. I'm on Facebook. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm like the wind. But that being said, if you guys like what you heard here and you would like to check out more, check out our backlog at the home base, baby. That is the great girth podcast.com again for all the deaf kids in the back that is the great girth podcast.com i am tony austin was with us until god shut him out of it with his power otherwise thanks guys for listening i know i said that like three fucking times now i'm gonna say one more time thank you all we love you and we will see you on friday thanks guys